1: Hi, it's Dan here from Desert Island Dicks and this episode features the very funny comedian Olga Koch and I hope you enjoy it. I just wanted to pop up here and say hello because this was recorded about three or four weeks ago now, pre-lockdown and all that sort of thing. So if you're listening to this thinking, God, that's selfish of them going out of their house and getting into a studio when all this stuff's going down. We didn't. It was before all that sort of thing happened and we were still kind of getting used to the idea that that might be on the horizon, but it was still safe to kind of leave your house and go and meet people. Uh, we've got lots more in the in the pipe. No, what's the expression? We've got more coming up anyway that we're recording online with people during the lockdown. So despite the fact that we can't leave our houses, there are still episodes coming up. So you should still be entertained throughout this period and we'll give you more details of those as they come. Uh, I'll stop talking now and instead let's get into Desert Island Dicks with the comedian Olga Koch. (laughs) Oh. Uh-huh. I'm Dan Benedictus, and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Olga Koch.
2: Woo! You got my last name is right. That okay, that is incredible. That was That's going to be best my I've first ever.
1: question. <laughs> That's
2: the best I've ever heard it. Well oh, done. Ah,
1: thank you. Well, we're off to a good start. <laughs> now, um, how did you find sort of choosing your, your dicks? Was it easy or was it agonising?
2: So it was quite difficult just because I didn't want to go with obvious answers Mm. I also found it difficult because I don't particularly like being mean to people on okay. air sure. i would l- i like to be mean to people behind closed doors uh, right. well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's
1: the polite way of doing it
2: so i thought well it's only fair to be mean to maybe fictional characters okay uh not that any of my answers are that but i thought that maybe that's the only ethical way to mm. just be like i hate superman it's not like superman is going to be upset sure
1: okay well let's let's delve straight So, who's who's going to be your first dick
2: my first dick is my dad.
1: Wow. Okay. So pulling no punches.
2: Well, it's it's not I don't think it's it's the fact that like I don't like him. It's the fact that I feel like after first of all, just family tensions. Yeah. And I feel and this is this is we're going in deep, like mm. There's a certain romance to getting stranded with someone on a desert island, yeah. and a romance you will not be able to act on with your own father. So I just want to want to be—I I want to be, I want to be uh, like aware of the fact that apart from hungry, I'm probably going to get quite horny, <laughs> and I don't—and I don't want my dad to be there.
1: Yeah, and even if there was to be a sort of romantic frisson between one of the other dicks that you've picked,
2: even,
1: even if that wasn't the case, yeah, I don't want my dad to be just on your own. Oh, wait, you still I still do. don't want him to be around anywhere. To- <laughs> to sort of burst in on you. I think even if even if you get on well with your family, too much confines... You know, we all come back from Christmases and go, oh, God, I'm ready exactly. to not be with my family exactly. Now. So uh, that seems that seems fair.
2: I like my dad in doses, and I cannot imagine being stranded with him
1: on an island. Do you think he would be a practical addition to the island, though? Or
2: I mean, yeah, if I wanted someone practical, I would ask. I don't know, MacGyver. Just spe- <laughs> speaking of fi- fictional characters, so I don't think I don't I don't think that there's yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, ma- no offense to my dad. Great no. guy. An hour a month, I would say. Fantastic
1: company. <laughs> I mean, he might feel the same about you if he were asked. <laughs> you know, like I love my daughter, but maybe not on uh, in an island with where food and drink was scarce. Well, yeah,
2: and then you have to go like back to like Adam and Eve days because mm. there's no clothes, so you're just like naked around your dad. I, the whole thing's just weird. Yeah. Not and a if- fan.
1: Provisions are limited. He'd want to sort of give them to you as, you know, your oh, yeah. daughter, but then oh. he's getting older now, presumably, no. so you want to help no. him and it's just a minefield, Shut field, it down. It? Shut it right down. Okay, okay. Uh, anything else on your dad before we move on?
2: Why wouldn't I want my dad on a desert island? Oh, God. I just, Yeah. <laughs> Like, imagine just him trying to, like, discipline you. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I just,
2: it just feels, it just feels... Because, again, this is what I think, is the fact that uh, inviting someone with him you already uh, with whom you already have a power dynamic that mm. isn't equal
1: with is going to be really tough. Because, oh, but don't shell the coconuts like that. that uh, exactly,
2: of, yeah. exactly. So if you're going to get stranded with someone on a desert island, you want them, to, at the very least, to just be your equal, so you could, like, uh, uh, separate, like, who's doing what, whereas with dad, he's the boss, right, yeah. because he's dad. And so I feel like... Like why would I put myself willingly put myself in a dynamic where I'm I am going to be like the subordinate? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. That's what I well, that's, that's what I want for my audiences to think, not to laugh, <laughs> but for it to make sense. We're
1: laughing as well, you know, in a sensical <laughs> way. Um, okay, well, uh, who would be your your second choice on the island?
2: So my second choice, again, probably unorthodox, because it's none of those people that I've I've listed. I hate, if anything, I love them. Mm. So my second choice is Ezra Koenig
1: from Vampire Weekend. Why? Okay. Yeah, he seems Why? squeaky clean, nice young man. A Love young man. him. He's, Love him. He's 34, 35? Okay. Well, he's younger than me then, so I get to say young man. Oh, my God. You I, look great ah, thank for you. whatever
2: your age is. I
1: just lie. I pretend I'm older so that Oh, my God. That is
2: such a good life hack.
1: <laughs> but I think I think I refer to him as young man because he seems so sort of squeaky clean and nice. Yeah. You know, in his sort of nice jungles. And clean shaven. Yeah. yeah.
2: Why? Why? Because he is probably, like, th- there is one shred of fangirl, like, teen, like, just quivering that's left in me, and mm. that's for the band Vampire Weekend. Okay. Everything else has washed off, like <laughs> Backstreet Boys or Josh Hartnett or whatever. Oh, my God. How how aged do I <laughs> sound saying the words Josh Hartnett? But, like, all of that has been washed away with just cynicism of old age, mm. but the one thing that's, like, still there, this just kind of, fa- like, just very teenage, earnest, sincere mm. um, uh, fandom in me is for Vampire Weekend. So I feel like it's another thing of, like, just don't meet your heroes i don't i don't want to see ezra Koenig shit in a coconut am i allowed to say that (laughs) yeah okay sorry yeah Yeah, i don't i don't want to he is like oh god i don't want to say a deity but the way that like girls these days look at harry styles i you wouldn't want to see harry styles just like brushing his teeth with (laughs) with a foot i don't (laughs) like that's i just don't i want him to stay that squeaky clean boy in my
1: mind and also i mean the other side he's you know he's you know, none of us are going to look our best after a plane crash. Yeah. You know, and and he, you're going to see him at his worst. Yeah. Uh, can't he's do going it. to see you at your worst, and your dad's there watching. Oh, horrendous. Absolutely so having not. a crush on someone, and also I imagine that however nice he is, he has still been. Like, a lot of people of that sort who of, have had that level of success for that long, he would have been treated like a child for a lot of his yeah. adult life. And I don't know how well that translates yeah. to being on an island.
2: Yeah. And also, I don't think I'd be very useful in terms of, like, building stuff because I'd just be, like, looking at him and just being like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he'd be like, Olga, pass the, the hammer or whatever. And I'd just be like, <laughs> and just be completely, like, useless putty. Mm. And I feel like it would just be really awkward because the dynamic would so clearly be there. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah, she's a fan. What, what, well, where do we go from here? He would never, again, a, another hierarchical mm. thing.
1: And he seems like someone who's so always so well presented that to sort of I imagine he wouldn't be at his best if he got a bit grubby. Do
0: you know <laughs> probably what I mean? not.
1: Like, probably not. Then the real Ezra might come out and he's like <laughs> a bit, a bit angry and like you know his trousers aren't pressed right and stuff. <laughs> when those know. Air Force ones aren't box aren't box fresh, <laughs> yeah.
2: things are going to hit the fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, or you folded something wrong for him. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't want to you know besmirch your hero, but I'm just imagining how he could come out on the island. Yeah.
2: And imagine, and imagine just like finding out a random person is a dick. Sure, finding out the person you've been like glorifying for the last twenty years of yeah. your life, or however much. Okay, not- they haven't been around for twenty years, but you know what I mean.
1: Do you find that? Because um, I work in the media, as do you, and do you find sometimes you meet people who you know friends or family like, and you have to keep it a secret from them so as not to spoil spoil stuff.
2: Yes, I feel like i I'm definitely not operating at a level where I'm just like, <laughs> Elton John, don't tell anyone we hung out but
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like low level people that you might see on tv i've, I've there's, uh, <laughs> There's, there's like a series that me and my wife watch a lot on telly and one of the, in case you listen to this, I'm going to keep it vague, okay. a person from one of these things that we watch regularly came in and I heard uh, on good authority he wasn't as nice as he's <gasps> oh, led to no. believe and every time I watch it I like keep my lips sealed and I'm like don't tell her because I don't want to spoil <laughs> it for her, you know, I've seen behind the, the curtain.
2: Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything right now. I mean, I I can think of, of moments where, I like, I remember Stuart Lee signed a book for my ex-boyfriend, who obviously I did it, a guy who likes Stuart Lee. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and so, but, like, all, everyone I've ever met has been perfectly pleasant. Mm. I don't think I've ever met anyone in a situation where they they had the chance to,
1: yeah. to act out. You need to spend a long time with them, like on a desert island. So exactly.
2: That's Thank you. Okay. Well. Thank you for getting back on topic. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, well, who will be your final dick on the island?
2: So I said any kid, any <laughs> child. Well, just because, I mean, again, I, everything that I just said, just times a million, right? First of all, I'm not going to want to have sex with a kid, no. right? Absolutely not. And so kids are useless. They're just all snotty. I have to mm. wipe. No, absolutely not. And the thing is... Just you, you need to be you need to be pragmatic, and having a kid there's is just is isn't isn't pragmatic. Again, the the built-in hierarchy of me bossing the kid around. I probably I wouldn't like that.
1: Yes, I mean you've got to. I mean someone would have to take care of the kid because yeah. they're weaker. Your and I don't want to be there. that. He's <laughs> maybe a bit old to look after a kid. You know he's done his part. Yeah. You fancy Ezra. He's kind of crashing. You know every time you're maybe alone together, this kid's running along, yeah, getting his nose wiped.
2: And then Ezra probably loves the kid because the kid doesn't know what Vampire Weekend is. So Ezra's like, oh, God, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, Ezra feels like himself the most with Mm. the kid because my dad doesn't speak English and I'm a fan. And so then I get jealous of the kid. Can you Mm. imagine competing with a kid for Ezra Koenig's attention? Yeah, I don't want to be in that love triangle.
1: (laughs) Also, I think, you know, I mean, I have a a son and, you know, obviously I love him very much. But every situation is more difficult if there's a child there. And if it's a child that you have no emotional connection to, just there's no point. Even like, I
2: really on. need to care deeply about someone to wipe their ass. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. You know you know exactly what I mean, because you've yeah. had to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, even then, a lot of the time, it's just because there's no one else to do it, which is, <laughs> you know, you're going to be in that situation. I How think. old is your son? He's almost three.
2: Okay. So, so very, yeah. very relevant. Because well, imagine being... With one of his fr- stuck with one of his friends mm. on a desert island. No, I hate
1: no. it. Also, beaches uh, are terrible for kids because <gasps> you know sand gets everywhere oh but on God. a toddler.
2: Oh, rashes everywhere.
1: Rashes, sand in the hair and mouth and stuff. They're so crying
2: all the time. Teething, teething on a desert island.
1: Oh man, absolutely not. At least you have lots of salt water to gargle with, which I think is meant to help it. I don't know. Okay, so Ezra Koenig. Am I saying his name right? How it? Koenig.
2: Koenig or Koenig. 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 Koenig, Koenig? Koenig is German for king.
1: The guy from Vampire Weekend, your dad, and any child. Yeah. Now, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they, and why are they so bad?
2: Oh my god, granola bars. Okay, first of all, they just don't taste good. They're (laughs) gross. I hate it. They're dry. They're too sweet it's sandy texture i don't like it first mm. of all second of all what i hate about it is they're sold to you as like the healthy option when if we get to the nitty-gritty of the dieting of it it's just as bad for you as just a chocolate bar because it's all just like glued together with sugar syrup mm. and so stop prote- first of all like if i want to consume something that's sweet and bad for me i sure as hell don't want it to be just a, a square of sand
1: yeah i mean if it's that if you're going to do something wrong do it right
2: exactly thank you so much i i hate granola but- I just Yeah, because I hate their, like, there's just an arrogance around them to just be like, oh, me? Oh, I'm just going to have a granola bar. Like, fuck you. Have a Mars bar and just grow up. Like, this isn't better for you. And stop pretending, like, and the only reason people are having it is because they think it's healthy or good for them because mm-hmm. I don't genuinely believe that anyone is choosing to enjoy granola.
1: They're tiring to eat as well, aren't they? They're sort yeah. of like your jaws and face will yep. get all sore. Yep. I mean, that's probably the only way they're better for you than a chocolate bar and that You burn some calories off. <laughs> Eating them, I don't know if that works. I love the idea of, the, of them having an inherent arrogance. There. Oh my god, <laughs> <how>
2: they <laughs> do! Just like uh, if you, if you're like, oh, does anybody have a snack? And someone takes out a fucking Na- Nature Valley <laughs> granola bar out uh. of their bag. No, thank you. I'd rather starve.
1: I think as well over here. I mean, you, so you're Russian-born, but you spent a lot of time in America. Yeah. I think over here in England. You know, it used to be a muesli bar.
2: Yeah. We also have flapjacks, don't you?
1: Flapjacks, yeah. But I think that is firmly in the, it's a sort of a treat camp. You okay. Because they're really sweet. Yeah. And for me, there's something, still the word granola feels slightly odd in my mouth. You know, it feels like something we've imported a bit. Right. So like granola bar, it feels like, I mean, muesli bar sort of sounds more like what it is. It's oats stuck together with some yep. sugar. Yes. Whereas Thank granola, you. You you kind of think, oh, granola bar. I can pretend I'm in Clueless or something. <laughs> 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 <You know. laughs>
2: <laughs> the refer- this podcast was recorded in the year 1997.
1: Yeah, so granola yeah, it's a good, And also, you know, you're on a desert island. Is that really what you want to keep you going forever?
2: It's it's so gross. And I just it, I think it's just the aesthetic that's associated with granola buzzer. It's just like, I'm really being conscious of what I'm putting in my body. And mm. it's like, what are you putting in your body? Just a glob of sugar. Mm. Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> it just makes me really, really angry.
1: No, I love it. I think... Um, yeah, it's not what you want. it get hot and sticky in the sun. Oh, my God, yeah. With yes. the sand as well everywhere. Okay, well, what drink would you wash these down with?
0: You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com.
2: Okay, so this is, this is, I would say, the opposite. And this is something that is, I don't think I see in supermarkets so much as you would see it in a food and wine or an off license. Mm. And it is a milkshake that is based on a Bounty or a Mars. I've seen Bounty and Mars ones. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen any other ones. The Mars milk. Yes. Mm. But the, okay, so first of all, I just think that that's a disgusting thought. Yeah. I don't know. Just like if you were, if you were to write on a chocolate caramel milkshake, I'd be like, okay. But mm. the fact that it's Mars just makes me feel like it's just a melted Mars. And again, all of it, as you can see, my annoyance isn't with the fla- like so much with the flavor, but with the aesthetic around it. And then the the thing that absolutely kills me is that they put like sports tops on them that like pop off <laughs> and off, as if you're like going to the gym and sucking down a, a liquid Mars bar.
1: Mm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's insane, isn't it? Yeah, it, it feels wrong. Doesn't it? Like milk. Saying about milk is wholesome, but yep. Mars anything but. And yeah, the word just calling it a milkshake would make everything fine, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, I feel like they're they're one of those drinks. I never see people drinking them, but nope. I see them empty as litter quite a lot. <laughs> and I don't know if you can infer something about the sort of person that drinks them from that—that that I see them discarded more than I see them <laughs> being drunk.
2: And just like you just slam it on your skull like you do a beer can <laughs> yeah. and just throw it away. I mean, and also, it's a, again, maybe it's a texture thing where a, a thick milkshake is good, a milk is good, but anything in between is just a no-man's-land, a very odd texture.
1: Yeah, like you get those sort of pots of, like, yogurt that's for drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drinking yeah, yeah. yogurt, those yeah. words, are, uh, Like a you know.
2: thin milk, oh, thin milkshake, just yeah. it just feels Pick like... a side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never... Now that I'm saying all these things out loud, I never realized how big of a deal texture was in my life.
1: I think that's the biggest thing. I think it's easier to eat something weird tasting with a familiar texture than something that's bland with a texture you don't have
2: very interesting that's a very interesting point fun fact I don't remember who Ben or Jerry maybe you know this fact uh I'm pretty sure it's Ben, but I don't want to lie. One of them doesn't have a sense of smell. So that's why Ben and Jerry's ice creams have so much texture to them because for him, the enjoyment of
1: eating comes so much from uh, texture. Yeah, because I would say there's maybe too many, like maybe 20% too many yeah, bits in there. Yeah, because they'll
2: be like hard and chewy and sticky. and and that's because the just guy...
1: really stoned all the time.
2: <laughs> you know oh. what you put in here? Yeah, they have one. Um, they have a flavor. I don't know if they have it here, but in America, where it's chocolate-covered potato chip. Potato
1: chips. I think the human race needs to call God and tell him officially we've run out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) We're out, we're out. Send the virus. Oh, we have. It's fine. Okay. How long? Two months. Great. (laughs) Um, Okay. Now, uh, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they, and why?
2: No. Okay, so I'm going to get a little political with my least favorite film. Mm -hmm. Uh, The film is going to be Annie Hall. Okay. Why? Well, first of all, I just remember myself as a teenager, pre-everything about Woody Allen coming out, like knowing that I wanted to get into comedy, knowing that he was, like, the godfather of comedy, Mm. reading all his books, and then, like, forcing myself to get through every single one of his movies just to be like, well, I've seen them, and hence I deserve to be a comedian. Which, again, in retrospect is stupid because you could do whatever you want. Uh, But... I just remember like going through all these films and, and even if I didn't enjoy them, I remember being like, no, but he's a genius. And if you don't like it, like, you mm. know how sometimes something is so cold that your two, only two options are either to like it or you don't get it. Yeah. Like yeah. not liking it and getting it isn't an option. Yeah. And so that's how I felt about Woody Allen where I was like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's just like in retrospect, all these movies have the same exact plot, right? All of them. I don't remember in Annie Hall. I don't. Is there like is it Manhattan or Annie Hall where there's a plotline where he uh, um, dates a really young girl? That's Manhattan. I think
1: it's all of them, isn't it? It's but quite, yeah, but the, no, I think yeah. he's going out with maybe um, Annie Hall. What's her name? Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton, who and, isn't
2: a strong female character. She is the female Woody Allen. Mm, <laughs> there's yeah. there's no like there's no imagination to like what is this woman? This woman is Woody Allen with boobs.
1: <laughs> yeah. and then he's yeah he's the even smaller sort of neurotic, more neurotic version, yeah. isn't he? So.
2: But the idea is, is like a separate artist from their art and this I'm not the first person to say this I'm not the last person to say this but it's like yeah let's not have the debate when the art is the crime like yeah. the crime that he's accused of is his art like there is no there's no room for interpretation there and like it really annoys me that every time in any movie where an older character or he himself has uh, a romance with a young girl like he will make the script so that the girl is like forcing the, the 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 older man into it and the older man keeps saying no and then finally he's convinced and as in like he's doing her a favor and it's just like yeah that's that's how you would want to picture it because it kind of makes what you want okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just the whole thing is. So just we know slimy. you wrote this. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. No, one's, no one just thinks you were forced. To, <laughs> we, you know, we know that your name's on the ticket.
2: Exactly, and so like, and the and the the beats are pretty identical in every movie where he where it's like an, a young uh, the manic pixie dream girl is just like, please, professor, have sex with me, and he's like, no, I can't. I'm and then, just a tiny old paranoid <laughs> yeah, raisin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, like, on the fourth time, he's like, fine. Uh, and it's just, okay, Woody, that's n- that's never happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I almost feel like he'd be better at just stand-up because you could just get to the point, you know, and just hear all the funny things without having to sort of skirt around to give him the punchline. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to, like, see these young girls with this old man. Oh, God. You know? And, like,
2: how many Hollywood actresses, like, for them, the rite of passage is to be, like, the the, the sexy little young thing. Yeah. who's. Uh, Having sex with, like, I don't know, Christopher Walken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm quite glad there's been this sort of, I mean, you know... Uh- turn in the tide against Woody Allen because I always felt like I should have seen more of his films than I hadn't and now I've just got a great...
2: Well, you've you know- seen one, you've seen them all. They yeah. all have the same exact plot, genuinely.
1: Mm. <laughs> and also, you know, think about the people you're watching it with on this desert island. Oh, God, um, yeah. You know, it's not not appropriate. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, finally, the island is... No, hang on, wait. The no, song. Song, song. I got carried away in, in my... I was caught up in the Woody Allen world.
2: Okay, this is controversial. Maybe this is even more political. Mm. Ronan Keating's song... I don't know if it was released independently or with the Notting Hill soundtrack right away. I just know that it was featured in the Notting Hill uh, mm. soundtrack quite prominently. Am I allowed to, for copyright reasons, sing this song right now?
1: You can sing it. I think we can't okay. play it, but you can sing it.
2: Okay. So, I mean, I'll try to make it as unidentifiable <laughs> as possible. Uh, the smile on your face lets me know that you need me. There's a truth that... I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. In your eyes saying you'll never leave me. The touch of your hand says you'll catch me whenever I fall. Come on. You it's say best. best. You say best when, when you, you say, say nothing, nothing at all. all. What did Bob Do you know what he's singing about? A woman not speaking. <laughs> The smile on your face lets me know you need me. Don't say anything. Don't tell me you need me. Just smile, and that's enough. The the smile on your face lets me know there's a truth in your eyes, a truth in my <laughs> eyes, Ronan. A truth in there's a truth in my eyes because you've taped my mouth <laughs> over. You say best when you say nothing at all.
1: It's like uh, it's like the 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 song version of you know when someone starts speaking, you put the finger. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah shh. <laughs> I mean, every time it just it boils my blood because I'm like, you, you're using all this feathery, flowery language, mm. but what at the end of the day, what you're trying to tell me is
1: to shut the fuck up. You might as well just call it. You look good on my arm. <laughs> you know? Let's leave it at that. <laughs> it's it's that. So you mentioned it was in Notting Hill, and that's one of those weird soundtracks that. Basically, just has that song in, but then it keeps yeah, coming yeah, 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 in, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. it? Like I think with the Graduate, they just have that one Simon and Garfunkel song. They just keep coming back <laughs> to it, to save money or something. And yeah, it's it's really. Haunting. It's just like a long and- music video for Ronan
2: Ronan Keening, isn't that. it?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think he has a sort of quite an odd voice as well. It's like he's got that almost like. Um, you know, that sort of 90s, you know, it's kind of like a yarl, you know, they sort of, yeah, the sort of Eddie yep. Vedder kind of, yep. he's almost got like the sort of...
2: Counting crows. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, he's
1: got like the boy band version of that voice, <laughs> isn't it? And a bit of that sort of Britney, like... Yeah, you know, vocal of weird, fry. Yeah.
2: 90s was a, a mad time, like Alanis Morissette's voice as well. But then mm. that transitioned to the early 2000s indie girl voice.
1: Do you know? Are you right, familiar? With the sort of Cranberries kind of thing. Or? Well,
2: kind of. Do you know the indie girl voice phenomenon? Uh, I want to show you a Vine. And can I show you a Vine? Oh, you never mind. There's no. There's no. There's no. I will literally <laughs> send it to you. Okay. And it's like. That the vine goes. I'm gonna quote. I'm quoting a vine. <laughs> oh my god! This is this was fil- This is so 2020. <laughs> it was like. Uh, oh god! I can't do it. I have to send it to you. Basically, Google. Uh, welcome to my kitchen. We have bananas and, av- and avocados. But indie girl voice is okay. like. I guess Lord has it.
1: Right. Okay. I shall look it up. Please. (laughs) please. I mean, if only to get the sound of Ronan Keating singing this song (laughs) out of my head. I think this would be an awful one to be trapped with as well, because it would just be the the only thing you hear, you know, with the, uh, you know, I'll had a break from Annie Hall for a bit. I'll listen to some music. (laughs) And then it's that uh, just bouncing between a rock and a hard place. Yeah.
2: And like and the, what what is this, the super nineties like the like the the wind the wind instruments that are mm. like the oh,
1: is it? Oh it's like almost Cel it's sort of Celtic, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, is it is is it a flute? Is it bagpipes? Yeah, yeah, what yeah, are yeah, you? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Celtic moods number three. <laughs> that- Can
2: you imagine that just like waking you up every morning?
1: Oh, Horrendous. Yeah. yeah, an awful kind of groundhog day, isn't it? Okay. Well uh Finally, the the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. What is it and why? It's a mosquito. It's fair. That is fair.
2: Because I was thinking, okay, well we can think of something real big. We can mm. think uh we can think elephant, we can think whale, we can think whale, elephant. But <laughs> at the end of the day, the bigger they are, the kind of more difficult it is to for them to like move around and stuff. Mm. And I think that a mosquito can affect anyone yes and it's so annoying like if it's not biting you and you're not itchy because of it it's it can just like buzz right next to your ear
1: and drive yeah. you completely crazy no other insects do that do they like flies just sort of they're just around but Yeah, insects, like why do mosquitoes they go for your ears yeah
2: and then they will just hover there so imagine yeah. I, f- I feel like a mosquito can drive uh, an elephant mad if it just kind of hovers around its ear can you imagine
1: yeah absolutely it's yeah, it's... I'm
2: not a zoologist, so please don't at me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, yeah, you, you're absolutely right, because it's like, you know the thing of, like you're chopping wood, you get warm twice, once when you chop it, once when you burn it, and they're annoying before they bite yes, you and afterwards. exactly. And then that's just going to be in a cycle forever. Exactly.
2: So, and and then because, like, I, people do go crazy having tinnitus, don't they? Mm. Um, so it's just, it, it it's it's almost like a psychological warfare that they have. Like, a, a, sure, an elephant will step on you, but a mosquito will, like, make you question your own sanity. And <laughs> yeah. that, in many ways, is so much more
1: horrifying. Because <laughs> I, I think they always have a knack of only going in your ear just as you're falling asleep. Yeah. The rest of the time it's not there. And you always, is that me? Was that a mosquito? Wait, you turn the lights on, nothing's there.
2: And they come out at night because when it's hot and warm outside, they're not there. It's too hot. But at night they come out. And so they can contribute to sleep deprivation. And sleep deprivation is like a a prison torture technique. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't sleep because they're buzzing. And also you can't sleep because you're itchy all over.
1: And then you can't sleep in the day because you've got a child to look after.
2: Exactly. And your dad.
1: Oh my god! I think you've painted quite a, a, a delightfully. Ronan shocking. Keating is just. I think you know what of everything. Just like in my head, I've just got that over the top of everything, and I think that's the real cherry on top.
2: Is this? Is it? Is the the musical thing that the the, the chimes that we're talking about? Is it the same thing that they have in My Heart Will Go On? I feel like they do. Is that, it's yeah, a is very that a similar. Sort of
1: like, Call, Melodramatic like, '90s. Thing. Yeah, like as a Gaelic clarinet or something. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but that's what it sounds like, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Well, I think you've done a, an incredible job. Um, oh God! Um, is this
2: okay?
1: Yeah. The only, I mean, the Please. only, pro- I mean, I'm glad that all these people we confined to an island because of the plane crash. I'm just sorry that you have to be there with them. <laughs> um, but you've <laughs> made you very us very happy much. on the way there, so thank you very much. Thank Ogyle, you very much. for coming in. Oh, before we before we sign off, though, Please. is there anything you would like to promote or plug? Uh,
2: head to my website and to my Twitter
1: rockandrollga.com and, and at rockandrollga on Twitter and will your thing still be on BBC Sounds because I listened to that the other day yes, it was brilliant. yes
2: I have a BBC Radio 4 special called Fight on uh, iPlayer very, check it out
1: I very much recommend it as well thank, thank you Olga, so much thank you very much for coming in
2: thank you so much for having me